I think it's a mistake for a man to marry a woman, no matter how successful she is, who would prefer work over raising her children. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling. Advice for women dating in their early 20s. Don't sleep with people, right? Not unless that is a serious, <laughs> serious relationship. And if you're hooking up or dating someone and they're like, yeah, I don't really want to get married, just dump them. Who cares about that person? Like, and if you think that you're going to date them and then change them into someone who does want to get married, they kind of sound like a loser to begin with. So get rid of that person. All right. So let me get my thoughts on that real quick. Like, all right. So funny story, right? Uh, when I first got with my wife, um, we didn't, uh, my wife, uh, and I would say myself as well wasn't the type to get married. Um, we didn't think that getting married was like something that we cared for. We thought that if you love somebody and you want to be with somebody, you can just, you know, be together forever. You don't have to make any like commitment with the government or any paperwork, you know, especially if you want to get divorced and it's a whole process you got to go through. But things changed over time. Right. And as I got older, I started to realize that, you know, uh, marriage is more than just, um, and I've never spoken about this before, but y'all get it live here, right? So marriage is more than just um, a piece of paper. It's more than just a commitment that you make. Marriage is a few things. And number one, it's a, a proclamation to the people in your life that you care about the most, the people who are supposed to care about you. And when you make that public statement with other people, you are allowing other people to bear witness to your commitment. And one of the things that that does is it allows the people in your life and the people around you to hold you accountable for the commitment that you make. It's not just enough for your wife to understand the commitment that you made to her, but the support systems around you and the community around you should be on the same page as well. So if you're ever going through something tough or you're having doubts or whatever the case may be, maybe your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, somebody in your close you know, friendship circle will remind you exactly what it is that made it special and what was it that was enough for you to want to make that commitment publicly. The second thing about marriage is it makes it harder to walk away. Now, some people would assume that being married would make it, uh, sometimes you need to walk away and it makes it very hard to walk away from a marriage. But other than that, I think for the most part, uh, you don't want it to be easy to walk away because when you, when you're with somebody for so long, you start to build a life together. Whether you start buying a home, you buy furniture, cars, whatever, your money and that person's money starts to, you know, morph and become one with each other, right? So you want to make sure that that person is liable in case anything ever goes wrong in that relationship, that that person can't just leave you high and dry. So it's also a legal obligation on that person to fulfill their part of the bargain. And it's also a protection mechanism. When you get married, you want your partner to feel as if, you know, let's say tomorrow I wake up and I bump my head and all of a sudden I'm not the same guy I was yesterday and I lose my mind and I want to leave my wife. Shouldn't she have some kind of protections from that? Shouldn't she be able to, you know, have some kind of surety that I can't just uproot our lives and completely change hers without any responsibility? And these are the things that I recognize. I re realize the privileges um, that you get you know, file taxes together, 
Uh, there are benefits when being married. Uh, health insurance, it depends on the type of jobs y'all work. There are a multitude of reasons to get married. But I will say, don't get married just for love, right? Love is very important. Yeah, Yes, you should love someone before you get married to them. But don't get married just for love. Because the problem with getting married just for love, you might ignore all the other things that are important in a relationship. Like, how is that person going to be when it comes to raising kids? Do you have somebody who's going to be competent? Do you have somebody who's going to be patient? Somebody who understands the tools and the mechanisms it takes to raise a healthy child? Uh, how does that person speak with you? How, how are y'all communication? There are a bunch of factors that you should consider, not just love when getting married. But, you know, I rambled on enough. But uh, like I said, anybody want to call? Y'all let me know uh, in the comments and I'll be waiting on the call. That or like sit them down and have a very serious conversation and ask questions like, do you ever want to get married? Okay, well, if you do, when do you want to get married? And make sure that your dreams align with their dreams. Because if you're dating somebody and they don't have any plan on getting married, then you're wasting your time. And See, I just don't think that's necessarily true. People change over time. Um, now, should you waste your time with somebody who's unsure of themselves? Uh, that's a personal question. Uh, question for each individual i'm not one of those people that thinks one size fits all when it comes to relationships like some people will say oh this applies across the board to all women and all men and it just doesn't and i think that you have to be able to gauge uh the person you're with and the type of person you are before you start taking advice from any and everybody about who you should stick it out with also you need people in your life like your your parents who can guide you along that journey and give you advice and maybe can pick up on red flags that you probably can't see because you're so in love you know so it, whenever you listen to relationship advice online on like especially if these people aren't trained therapists and stuff like that you should always take it with a grain of salt because one size does not always fit everybody and that's trickier for women because women are most attractive and most fertile when they're young and men, I would say, get more attractive, you know, in their mid-30s, maybe even 40s, and they get richer. So they have time that you don't have. So make sure the person that you're with has the same kind of goals as you. Now, when it comes to men and women and the dating situation and the dynamic between men and women, yes, the men have more time to play around and things of that sort. But here's the issue with that. Uh, the longer you wait, to find that person in your life, whether you're a man or a female, the more likely other people are moving on with their lives and other people are getting married. Other people are having children. Other people are making mistakes. And as a man, you wake up 35, 40 years old and you haven't gotten to a serious relationship or married yet. Then you're going to start meeting women who have already been through that or already have multiple children, have ex-boyfriends or ex-fathers who are like still in the picture and things are murky. And you really you're you're making things more complicated for yourself in the future in my in my opinion heather what's up hey jj just wanted to drop in and say hi the pregnancy sickness is strong tonight so i'm about to lay down for the night hope you have a great live stream thank you so much heather and i hope you feel better uh enjoy your relaxation and get stronger and i appreciate you dropping in love you and take care <laughs> Heather. Don't just sleep around. It doesn't help you. And don't be ashamed of actually talking about what you want. You know, it's very much true that you shouldn't just sleep around. I, I think this is for any and everybody. I, I don't think guys should sleep around. Um, 
the reason I think that men or women shouldn't just be sleeping around is because, for one, it gives you a false sense of what marriage is going to be like. Um, as you get older, you start to desire different things. Everything is not as important as it was when you were 21, right? So sex is one of those things that changes over time and people evolve. And when you're young, if you think you're having all of this sex and stuff like that, and you imagine that it's always going to be that way, then you start having unrealistic expectations of your partner or trying to, you know, get them to do things they may not be comfortable with. And it's hard to go back from a certain sexual gratification to like a different type of sexual gratification. And sometimes that is what ruin relationships. So having a lot of sex may not be good for men or women because it just murkies the waters. And it's a special thing for you to save yourself for somebody who's very important because your body is your body. And I don't think you should take that lightly. You shouldn't play around with it. Now, as a young man, I, I had my fair share of messing around and things of that sort. And I regret most of the of the, the situations that I, I've been involved in, um, not just because I hurt other people, but I also, you know, put a lot on myself on what I expected out of a partner. And that was a lot of negativity and stuff that I had to work through as I got older, which didn't make it any easier. But on the flip side, some people may feel like they didn't experience life enough and they never, ever really want to make a commitment until they feel like they lived. So like I said, one size does not always fit everybody. If you want to get married and you want to have kids, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And for some reason, society at the moment is telling young women that they should just sleep around and work in well into their 30s because having kids forever is easy. Uh, don't worry, like science has caught us up so you can have kids whenever you want, which Fortunately, there are ways to have kids and extend the period of time you can have kids, but some people aren't that lucky and you don't know if you're one of those people. But it's totally fine to talk to someone and say, hey, I do want to get married. I do want to have kids. That's healthy. And any sane man would be attracted to that. So don't just go with the flow, which is at least when I was in university, which is party, sleep around and dampen down you know, long-term goals. You know, that's another reason why college has become a big burden. Like, I feel like college has become a, a major scam in a sense, but it also allows a lot of young, horny children to, like, go into the same place and start making all of these bad decisions and mistakes, right? Um, I went to uh, college, but there are people who go to college for the college experience, and then there are people who go to college for, like, to get educated. And you can usually tell the difference between the two. Um, you don't want to get caught up in that crowd. Like if I had a son or a daughter who was a uh, college age, I would be really hesitant to send them off to a university, uh, especially like out of state or somewhere where I couldn't like be in constant contact with them. And the reason that is, is because, uh, kids make stupid decisions. Like your brain doesn't even fully develop until you're like 25. So to think that a 21-year-old is going to make all the right decisions while they're all free to do any and everything they can, be influenced by so many people from all across the country who bring drugs and freedom with sex and all of that, to think that uh, a, a, your 18-year-old is ready to be put in that type of environment without any real supervision, it would like really make me hesitant to put my child in that situation, right? And uh, I think Michaela's right on this situation, though. Like, you know, 
I will steer clear from it and also encourage others to do that as well. This video is brought to you by Hobby Lobby Apparel. Yeah, I said it, Hobby Lobby Apparel. If you're looking to make a statement politically or you're just looking to show your support for local independent American artists and of course, looking to support the show at the same time, well, go over to HobbyLobbyApparel.com right now and start shopping. You can click the link in the description below or go to the link down at the bottom of the screen. Every time you shop, you support the show, but you also get to look fly at the same time. Whether you got pets, whether you got children, or you're looking for something yourself, Hobby Lobby Apparel has something for everybody. Now, let's get into the video. And I think it's also easier when you get a bit older to differentiate between who actually is smart and has it together and who doesn't. I had a very difficult time when I was in my early 20s figuring out who was smart and who wasn't <laughs> smart. I think that's my advice is... Yeah, I never had that problem, like... For some reason, even when I was in the streets and I was like doing all of the criminal activity and things of that sort, like I always could tell who was smart and who wasn't smart. Like, um, especially when you live in the projects or you are locked up, like you need to know who's smart and who isn't smart really fast. Like your safety depends on you being able to determine who's a threat, who isn't a threat, who's smart enough to be a threat and who isn't right. And knowing how to play people to your advantage. That's one of the, the edges that I've always had with interpreting other people's behavior and noticing the difference between a snake and a wolf. And I think it, it helped me in life. And it also helped me now, even in the world of politics. For relationships, try to find somebody who aligns. And honestly, if you're in university and you can't find any guy who doesn't suck, uh, maybe go to church. That might be a way to do it. People with Christian values are, are pretty solid people. Okay, now here's a double-edged sword with that. I think uh, Christian Christian people, for the most part, uh, many churches try to instill certain values in their congregation and the people who go there, especially like they're trying to follow like the rules laid out in the Bible to you know live a certain way. And that can be a very positive thing, but it can also backfire. And the reason I say it can backfire is because not all churches have the same intentions. Not all churches share the same values. And sometimes young people are peer pressured to get involved with other people in the church or the congregation who they may not necessarily be a good fit for. Um, when I was uh, the last church that I attended, there was a young girl who was there who I was interested in and she was interested in me, but she, the, the church we went to was so strict that like, you didn't get to date who you wanted to date. It was like, they got to decide for you who you would date. And long story short, I ended up leaving the church, but it ended up marrying this girl off to somebody she hadn't even met before that went to a, a fellow church in a different, you know, state. But, you know, so it all depends on the church. It depends on the pastor. It depends on the, the, the congregation and the kind of morals that they have in that individual church. Saying that Christians in general, all share the same morality or the same goals or have the same, you know, outlook when it comes to relationships. It's just, it's not, it's not something I can get with. Probably a controversial thing to say, go fishing for a husband at church, but it might be a good idea. Ooh, this is fun. When should the guy get married before or after getting his career on track? I think it totally depends on who you meet. You don't want to meet the girl of your dreams and then think, well, I have to get my career on track. And I know there are a lot of red pill people out there that are like, just wait, wait till your mid thirties, get your career on track, make all your money, then hook up with a 23 year old because they're most fertile at 23. But yeah, I couldn't do, yeah, those red pill and people who say stuff like that, I can't get with, 
Uh, what's up, Tim? Hi, Javier. Much love to everyone. What's up, y'all? If y'all want to call in, I got a phone number up there. And y'all can call in. Y'all ain't got to show y'all face. And I will answer it. And we can talk and we can chat. If you want to push back on me or challenge me or anything, if you want to have a conversation about anything random, I'm open for it. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. If y'all want to talk, the number is there. Just let me know, especially if y'all call. Just, you know, let me know in the chat. That way I can make sure I don't miss your call. Uh, yeah, but uh, back to what I was saying with her. Make all your money, then hook up with a 23-year-old. They're most fertile at 23. But if you find somebody you like, I'm not entirely sure who I was imitating there. If you find somebody you like, then just marry them. Because marrying somebody and getting that relationship organized in your life can excel your career, right? If you have someone there to help you, that can actually help your work life. Okay. So agree and disagree, right? I think it depends on the person's age. And I, I'm going to go out here and say, it. I don't, I don't think that a person should wait till they're 30 or 35 to get married. Um, if they are dating someone um, in their twenties, like especially around 21, 22, 23, I don't think you should wait till you're 30 or 35 to get married because, like I said earlier, there are a multitude of different factors that can, you know, ruin your chances of finding the right person once you're 35, 40, right? But at the same time, like, don't be so he don't be so quick to say I want to marry this person, right? Because I think you should give it at least two to three years. Um, now I know a lot of people might disagree with me, but I feel like you should live with a person before. You get married to that person, you should know if you can stand, if they leave the toilet seat up or if they leave their toothbrush exposed or, you know, if they're messy. Like you should you should have a, a general sense of how you and a person coexist with each other before you get married. Right. And I think that this whole idea of getting married before you even live with somebody, I think that's a big mistake. Also, I think that, you know, um, men should get married earlier than later. And I think that having a woman in your life really knows how to like mellow you out and keep you from doing a lot of stupid stuff when you're 24 or 25, right? And a woman will mellow you out to the point where you can get your career started and you can make something out of yourself because you're not so busy trying to hang out with the fellas and get drunk or, you know, uh, or do drugs or any of that stuff. You, you focused on pleasing your woman and y'all going on romantic dates and stuff like that. If she sucks, she will hinder you. If she's supportive, she will add, she will aid you. Facts. Agreed. A lot of people aren't smart enough to make their life plans definitely, definitively. Yeah. Um, and people's career path change over time. People get older and their desires change. And I don't think that a person should have their career established before you get married. Uh, if you do, that's fine. That's hundred percent good. Some people know what they want to do, or some people fall into something and it becomes their career, and that's how they retire. But uh, life is a journey, and sometimes you're going to change careers. Sometimes you're going to have moments in your life where you're not necessarily, you know, uh, sure of yourself. But the most important thing is if you are with somebody that's supportive of you and that will, you know, back you up when you're going through those moments in life and you can do the same thing for them, then it's perfectly safer to take those gambles and change careers when you're in a relationship with somebody. I got to... Uh, Y'all just coming in, make sure y'all hit the like button. Also, uh, I got the phone number up there. If anybody wants to call in and chat about anything, uh, the floor is open. We can have a discussion. You don't have to show your face. Just call that phone number, and I'll get you on here. And we can debate. We can chat. Anything random. Uh, you're more than welcome to call that number. You can call from your phone or anything. Um, and then, like, role reversing. I work with my husband, so it's a bit different. But being in a stable relationship with somebody who's who helps me, 
has made me 10 times more productive and I've made him more productive. So I think if you find the right person, it can help excel your career. So I wouldn't put off marriage, uh, but I would, you know, focusing on work as a dude, I think isn't a bad idea. Focusing on work as a girl either. I mean, I like working all the time. All, all those people online really that say, I, I don't agree. I don't agree with people that put women in a category that's like, okay, you should be staying at home and having kids. And I know a lot of women who do want to stay home and have kids. See, the wrong thing to ever say to a woman is you should stay home and have kids. I think what is a healthy thing is to say, if we have kids or when we do have kids, I do want you to stay home and raise the children. And of course, the man is going to be involved, but he still has to work. And when he's not working, then he'll be there to, you know, do his part or whatever the case may be. But not to say you should stay home and have kids. That shouldn't be the woman's sole purpose. But when kids are involved, I do think that a woman is best suited to raise children and nurture children for, you know, a higher percentage of time than a man is. Now, some men are different, but for the most part, women on average are the best caregivers. And sometimes it's better to have the woman stay home and take care of the kids and send the kid to daycare because a lot of bad things happen at daycare and different situations. And you don't want to put your child in that situation. You know what I mean? Sorry for the things is good, but um, be malleable. Veer from plans as opportunity comes. Well, you sound like a guru up here. <laughs> you sound like a guru. <laughs> uh, like I said, if y'all want to call, y'all can talk. I got that phone number up there, 904-357-0562. And y'all let me know. Drop a comment. Let me know y'all calling. And I will answer. Which is totally fine. And if you do, that is healthy. And you shouldn't be ashamed of it. But if you don't want to stay home and have kids, you also shouldn't be ashamed of that. I, I know that if I just stayed home and had kids, I would go batshit so fast. So fast. It'd be like six months and I'd be crazy. So... I would make the argument that I want my woman or my wife or you, your girlfriend, whatever, like you want them to be successful in any of the, the, the pursuits that they have in life. The question then becomes, do you want to marry a woman who prefers to work over staying home and raising the children? And that's the question each individual has to answer. What's the most important thing for you in life? Is it money? Is it raising productive and healthy children? Is it, you know, traveling? Like, what is it that makes you and that partner happy? I would say, me personally, I think it's a mistake for a man to marry a woman, no matter how successful she is, who would prefer work over raising her children. That's just my opinion. So fast. It'd be like six months and I'd be crazy. So I think try and, try and envision the life that you want and make that happen, right? And I wouldn't, you know, keep your dreams small. I think you can dream up whatever you want, right? And who says you can't have that? Who, like, why is it that some people become billionaires or start companies and some people have yachts? Some people achieve these things or have, you know, five kids. Some people achieve these things. So why couldn't that be you, right? So dream up however you want your life to be and then assume that that can happen and work your way towards it, right? I think that the glass ceilings that exist, we just put in place ourselves. And 
All right, so um, I think that if you're trying to get rich or if you're trying to make a lot of money for materialistic things, that makes you a shallow person. I think if you want a lot of money, if you want to be successful, it should be based on freedom, like buying yourself more freedom and being able to do things that make you happy. But like doing it just for the materialistic gains or to say I got a bigger house or a bigger boat than the guy next door, I think that's very shallow. Not only does it not make you happy because there will always be somebody with more money or unless you like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or something like that. But for the most part, there's always going to be somebody with more money, bigger boat, bigger bank account. And if you're chasing money, then there's always going to be more and more money to chase. But, you know, if you're chasing something that you can, that can sustain you and be sustainable, I think that's the most important thing. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling.